Hey everybody, uh, before I get started with the episode, with the intro that I recorded not too long ago, um, I did just want to take a few moments and pay tribute and to just sort of say in memory of uh, an influential figure, not only in my life, but in the lives of so many other people. Um, for those of you who know me and have listened to the podcast extensively, you know that I was born in Los Angeles, I was raised here, I am still here, I rep this city so much, so it's probably no surprise that... I, just like everyone else in this city, you can feel it all throughout Los Angeles, uh, am in a little bit of mourning over the death of an influential and very inspirational figure, Kobe Bryant, who died senselessly in a horrific helicopter crash, along with his daughter and seven other people, all of whom leave behind family, friends, and loved ones who are trying to make sense of this even more than we are. Um, so to anybody out there who might be affected by this tragedy, I just wanted to say thoughts and prayers out to you. Um, condolences as well. And hopefully at least some good feelings after this wonderful conversation that TK Bay and I have in this podcast. Um, we just, we, we found out about the news literally moments after we finished recording the episode. So not only does the news hit very close to home, literally, but it also was just something that happened directly after TK and I had this discussion. Um, so I'm, what I'm hoping for in this episode is that if you are still reeling from this news, that at least us talking and having some fun and catching up uh, in this episode might give you a little bit of respite, a little bit of peace. Um, I know that I need it right now for sure. But with that said, I'll go ahead and get into the episode um, just in memory, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, the seven others in that helicopter that were with him. Uh, you're all up in heaven now, and I hope that you can find some peace if you are affected by this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast, hosted by yours truly. It's Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? One thing you might notice, uh, aside from the fact that this podcast is coming out a little bit later than usual, uh, is that there's no video component this time around. Now, Jaime and I have been in multiple talks, very consistent talks about the future of the video version of the podcast. And at least for the time being, we're actually going to hold off on the video version of the podcast. That way we can focus on the channel having main core content uh, that, of course, all of you already know and love. As far as long-form content like the podcast is concerned, we're still trying to retool things as much as possible. Uh, you know that I love doing this podcast and I love just talking with people and actually talking to all of you, our audience as usual, uh, but having a long-form video version of the podcast is something that we're trying to figure out where we might be able to put it, how we can change things up. After all, we've had some changes to it already. I've made it a bit of a shorter format and made it more focused on the video aspect, but for now, we're going to shelve it uh, and continue to do the podcast podcast uh, on the audio version, which is why you're still hearing this every single week. So the podcast is not going away. We're just trying to figure out what the best route to take would be uh, for the video version of it. With all that said, uh, now that we're just going to an audio version of the podcast, at least for the time being, that also gave me an opportunity to go back to a more classic format. Now, you know that I love doing these discussional formats where I just talk one-on-one -on -one with somebody about a number of different topics, uh, and I'm doing that for this episode as well. Uh, we have TK Bay on, and he and I talk about not only his CES experience, because we haven't we haven't really been able to catch up in a while, and actually, he was there, so was I, so was Jaime, so was Isa. We all were not actually able to get together 
together all at once because CES was just that crazy. So I catch up with TK about how his CES went and we have a couple of stories from the show itself. After that, we get into a couple of other stories, including the Samsung Galaxy S20, which is being leaked all to hell at this moment. So we know pretty much everything there is to know about the phone and I ask him what his thoughts are on Samsung's upcoming product. And with all of that said, why don't we go ahead and get into this episode, a lovely discussion between myself and TK Bay. Don't forget to follow him all across the different links that are found in the show notes. After all, we don't have a video version, so I can't say description this time around. But let's go ahead and get into this discussion and have some fun listening to this episode of the Pocketnow Weekly Podcast. All right, so I wanted to start off the show by asking you like how CES was for you and all that because you and I didn't get to get together a whole lot, if at all, actually, and we were just kind of recounting that before we hit record. Um, exactly, yeah. So I wanted I wanted to start recording right now because so funny thing, the night when we would have all seen each other was mm-hmm. uh, when like the four parties were happening, like an insane amount of parties, and. We went to the future tech party. I think that was where that was like the one party we ended up going to, mainly mm-hmm. because Issa and I, um, since we were there, uh, sponsored by Qualcomm, uh, hashtag mm-hmm. sponsored. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, since we were sponsored by Qualcomm, me and Issa, uh, we stayed at a different hotel, and then once that sponsorship was done, we had a few day, few nights left. So I got us a room at the same place that the Future Tech Awards were happening. So I was oh, like, okay. oh, okay, we can make it convenient. We could just stay there, walk across the street, and then there we go. Um, so that's what we Something did. Something convenient. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is the problem, though. Um, I get that this is a rookie move, but I put a little bit too much faith into a third-party travel app. Um so when I was looking for deals at, at the hotel called Palms Place, uh, which is a mm-hmm. fantastic hotel, by the way, if you're ever in Vegas and you want a place that's not like riddled with casino, like smoke and all that stuff, like it's just suites. It's just mm-hmm. a hotel. It's great. It's connected to the Palms, which is where the uh, Future Tech Awards party was happening. Anyway, I used a, uh, and I'm going to name it because this is how mad I am at it. Um I I ended up using because it was like twenty dollars less. I ended up using a service called Snap Travel, which okay. at one point when it was first in, when it was first introduced in like twenty sixteen or some crap like that, um, it was like being touted as like you know oh this is the new way to travel like everything is done via text everything's done you know on your phone and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so I put in my email. I gave him my phone number. A lot of correspondence came in via text. Literally the day before we were meant to go into that hotel, I got a text saying, you're all set for tomorrow to check in at the Palms Place. I'm like, sweet, let's do it. We okay. get to the Palms Place, and this is literally as the parties are starting to happen. The person behind the desk goes, oh, there was, it seems that your reservation was canceled. Oh. So... Uh, we start going like, what's going on here? So we start calling the customer service of Snap Travel, which again mm. is only done through text. So we text help, we text all these things, and finally they give us a number to call. Call centers in the Philippines. I mean, not not much of a not much of a surprise there. So no. Isa and I start dropping the Filipino on all of them, and um, you know, angrily, of course. And here's what ended up happening. We were there for a good hour, hour and a half, not even able to get into our room, missing mm-hmm. three total parties, which were all happening at the same time, which I just found out, TK, you were at. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what ended up happening was there was some sort of a glitch on their end 
a great way to start that sentence, by the way. There was some sort of glitch on their end, and when they reapplied the reservation, instead of putting it under the name of the person who paid for everything, me, they put the reservation under the name of my second guest, Isa. <laughs> so when I came in with my ID at the Palms Gee. Place, they were like, you canceled your reservation. We don't know what to tell you. Finally, the lady behind the desk, who was very, very helpful, said, oh, I do have, I do have a reservation for a one Isa Rodriguez. And Isa looks at her and goes, are you effing kidding me <laughs> right now? The whole time we're standing in front of you. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the person behind the desk did nothing wrong. Obviously, no, no. they had they didn't have all the information. And it took an hour and a half of us screaming at Snap Travel, who were using, obviously, like, Snap Travel's from Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, like, startup travel things. And they freaking used, like, a third-party um, uh, call center in the Philippines who have no information whatsoever. Like, they exactly. literally said, well, I can only see what's in front of me and work on that. Anyway... Small rant, but that explains why TK and I were never able <laughs> to get together. No, no, it's, it's almost like we were in two different CESs, and uh, it, and it was a weird thing. Like I, I was telling you before, I ran into Jaime and, and Diego like at least four times and multiple different occasions. And it's not like we planned them. We like we just run into each other, and even some things that were even off the strip and out of outside of the convention during the day. So it was, uh, I was surprised. I thought at least for sure we would have at least seen each other after the Qualcomm thing. Yeah, and who, by the way, I just I've I've said it a couple times already the last couple of weeks, but my God, Jaime and Diego absolutely killed it at CES. Yeah. My goodness, like I I remember talking to Jaime like shortly after CES finished, and he and I were seeing each other for the last time before we all went our separate ways. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, I couldn't contribute a whole lot other than the podcast for for CES. And he's like, Are you kidding me? Like I'm. We, we literally had two different worlds, and I couldn't be more proud of what you're doing here, just mm-hmm. as much as you're telling me, like, we killed CES. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And Jaime straight up was saying, Diego, you're coming to every show I can bring you <laughs> from now on. Dude, you should have seen the tech. Diego was packed. He had a ma- backpack. He had all the stuff, mobile rig, everything. The the best scenario you could have planned for was basically, you know, like the, the, the team, I would say the Isa, you know, Vergara team, and then the, you know, the Rivera team, because those are two <laughs> were very, because you guys, you know, you and Isa were like very, you know, with each other on, you know, on top of it and working it very nicely. And um, I mean, there was no question you guys were going to kill it with the whole competition. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, going, like I said, I saw, I saw Diego and uh, Jaime at the TCL thing. We switched it over, went to Samsung. We did a whole bunch of different things. So, it's nice. It's, yeah. nice. It, it's good. At least it makes it fun, you know, because as opposed to just being crazy, that is what CES usually is. Well, this is this is our chance to catch up then, because like, um, you know, without making it, I, I, I just wanted to just, just PSA to everyone out there. Honestly, in the age of Airbnb and all those services starting to become shadier and shadier, deal with the hotels directly from now on. Like, it's, it's yeah. getting really ridiculous. Anyway, um, you know, I just want to get that rant out there. But uh, TK, I wanted to know what your CES was like. Like I wanted to get a little bit of like this is our chance to catch up. So tell me, tell me every, tell me everything about how yours went. This this was a it, it was crazy, right? It was just a normal whole bunch of meetings on top of each other that are never next to each other. They're across the strip, or you know they're in hotels that you don't know where they are. But um, it was I have to say there was a few surprises. I got I got to meet one of my all time favorite um, 
I don't know if you know him, uh, Leo uh, Laporte. He's, oh, yeah. He used to be back in the day on the screensavers, all about Android. Um, and, if, and coincidentally, after that, I got invited to be on all about Android podcast and that, that I did on Tuesday. So that was like absolutely fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, so between doing all of that, I, it, it was a very, I, I learned a lot from it. It's, but I kind of did what I normally end up doing, you know, covering the show, going to different places. It was exciting. It was crazy. Uh, I'm happy I didn't get sick from it. Mm. I normally do uh, either lose the voice or just basically get something out of it. Uh, but I did a lot of different places. I I had an opportunity to meet. I know you and I didn't get a chance to connect, but you know since we and I kind of are close enough, we are always able to connect outside of these main big venues. Yeah. Um, I had a good you know was able to talk to Jaime. Was able to talk to some of the other creators and just meet up and catch up with people that you normally don't get to see. And I think. A lot of people focus on the tech, but for me, it's also about meeting up with you guys because mm -hmm. those are those are our little places that we meet, right? All of everybody else is somewhere in the world, so uh, hanging out, meeting. Uh, you know, I saw. Uh, you know, I saw my. my uh, I think. I think. I saw. I think. I want to say. I want to say. I saw David. Um, I didn't actually even get a chance to see E or even uh, Saf, and I know they were around, um, and I know you and Isa were around as well. So I, it was good. Uh, it was busy. And I tried to set up as much as I could for, you know, future stuff because that's what happened with CES. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, and I'm making some big decisions and we'll see how they go, you know. Mm -hmm. 2020 sure. is the beginning and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about 2020. Everybody, everybody listening right now, make sure you follow this man right now. Like if <laughs> get into the show notes because, you know, um, you know I, I'm going to explain it in the intro, but uh, we're going to go back. We're not going back to it fully. Like I still want to do the show format of the podcast, but... As of right now, we're kind of, not really indefinitely, but for now, we're not going to be doing the video version of the podcast because we're trying, we're still trying to figure out what the future of that one is, but we still love podcasting, so this is the audio version. Um, but if you're not following TK already, all of his Twitter and YouTube and stuff, like, make sure you follow him. Um, so with that in mind, uh, you know, since we have a fellow voice in the tech space right now, we're going to get into a few different stories today, and I want to get some reactions. Actually... I just thought of one that I wanted to talk about, and I did not prep you on this one before the uh, before we started recording. I just wanted to get some reactions from you real quick. First of all, how's TikTok working out for you? <laughs> it's it's a wormhole. It's still a wormhole. I <laughs> I'm I can easily spend I would say about a half hour to forty five minutes whenever I turn it on, but mm -hmm. I'm finding myself. Are you still creating on it? Because I, I don't follow I, TikTok. I, 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 I did a little and I kind of stopped after oh, okay. a while. It, it, it kind of lost its, um, I don't know, that, that initial appeal that I liked about it. I mean, I like consuming it. It's fun if I want to just be able to consume, you know, some funny videos, scroll through a few. And when I mean a few, about half an hour worth. But it, it's <laughs> uh, it, it's nice. I'm just not as excited about it as I was at the beginning. I feel like it's starting to kind of... You know, like a one-trick pony. It's well, what's next? What else can you do with it? You need to improve the platform, mm -hmm. and it's just not there. It's just more people being creative, which is good, but I don't know. I, yeah, well, I I bring up the TikTok thing mainly because it seems as if a competitor it was on the horizon, but now it's literally here. Uh, uh -huh. You heard about the release of Byte? Yep. Yeah. No, I, I. It's all over the place. Meme, a whole bunch of memes are coming out about it. Everybody's yep. talking about it. Yep. So, yeah, made by a former co-founder uh, or a co-creator of uh, Vine. Vine, exactly. Uh, yep. Which inevitably got bought out by Twitter, and who knows what Byte will end up doing. But a few people that we know, like uh, one of our homies, Mark Wensangen, is already on Byte, and he's, like, talking about it on Twitter and whatnot. Um, so, Byte, 
a lot like Vine. It's just bite-sized video content. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the person said, uh, I'm trying to remember his name, but the, co- the the creator of Byte, he basically said that, you know, he said, you know the drill. I saw this tweet earlier today. You know the drill. You can either upload via your camera roll or you can record using the built-in camera app. Um, and then they, he actually said right off the bat, once it went public, he went said right off the bat, we are working on monetization, which is why I think... A lot of people like you and me, TK, are going to start exactly. flocking to buy. <laughs> exactly, because that—that's the biggest flaw with TikTok. Is like you get all these views, you get—it's like the whole thing with Vine. A few people made it in Vine, mm-hmm. but the reality of the matter they didn't really start making their money till they left the, you know, or they were getting sponsorship outside of it. But the fact of the matter is, is whenever you want to put your time and effort into a, a medium, especially for where we are, and we have existing an ecosystem that does support us, it's hard to appeal to us when. You know, it's a lot of extra work that you're already doing on Instagram, you're doing on Facebook, you're doing, I don't know if you're doing it on Facebook, but if you are, great for you. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, you know, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube are the biggest trifecta right now. And I think if Byte can actually bring in a monetization level and do it right, um, and I would hope at some point, though, is that the music part that kind of Vine was missing. If you remember back in the day, Vine didn't have music, right? That was the appeal of TikTok. TikTok had the music in it because you mm-hmm. had you were able to get all those tracks, the funny things, and that was the appeal for it. I think they they have the right recipe: monetization, figure out the the music thing. Yeah, and it's it's, good. it's monetization that would be built in, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the biggest problem with let's say Twitter, Instagram. Not really a problem. Again, this is for people who are like us. We are creators. We're we're quote unquote influencers. But there are um, there are literally versions of Facebook and. Instagram and I don't know if Twitter has one. I think there's a Twitter for creators, right? Isn't there? Isn't there a uh, an apparatus for it? I know Instagram for creators is definitely a thing. I have a creator account. Yes, that one um, is in there, and I know yeah. Facebook does, but I don't think I don't think Twitter does. I, I'm not hmm. sure if it does. I don't have it on. I've never tried it, but at least on Instagram, I do. Yeah, um, on Instagram for sure, because what the but the thing is, what they're mainly doing is just giving you the tools for analytics to give mm-hmm. you what you need to give to the companies who end up sponsoring your content. Exactly. But if Byte can actually have a built-in ads apparatus that has a monetization platform, you know, if you're going to be using Byte in a lot of ways that uh, people use, let's say, IG Stories right now, uh, maybe even TikTok for the more entertainment side of things, mm-hmm. um, you know, they could it could become something kind of kind of important for the influencer side. So, you know, start, uh, what's the, what's that one show? Mad money. It's like, bye, bye, bye. bye, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm down to try it out, you know, but the thing is it's kind of a dead giveaway when you use one platform's videos for other platforms. So like it might become completely obvious that on my IG stories and on my YouTube stories, I was using bite. (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah, it, but it's the but only it's okay. way to make sense of all of these things, right? Or else you you, you, can't, you get can't lost in it. Yeah, you'd, you'd forget where you posted. I think it's the reality is I think it's either you're talking about landscape or you know vertical or horizontal content, and um, as long as you just have the the content created originally, you're not trying to adapt it because I've tried doing that as well, uh, till I got to the point where I'm able to post videos in the right format in Instagrams, you know, on TV and have it post correctly on my stories and my feed. I think it's the hope is that people will start working with and they appreciate it because their approach is they're talking to creatives, to influencers, people that want to make money out of it. Um, and I think TikTok's main appeal is the fact that it was free. Mm-hmm. So there, yeah. there, there's the other thing. So my hope is they don't try to do it by, I forget the name of that one YouTube competitor. I forgot. There was at one point, remember, there was a creator, creator site that was trying to 
approach creators to try to pay them money and it was going to oh. be a paid youtube substitute or whatever and it didn't i'm just, trying to remember i, I mean obviously it, it was that was on it i remember uh, oh really it, they I, did it a definitely little. wasn't vimeo um no no something else. around uh i forgot the name of it but it was it, the whole point was to basically make youtube a paid subscription and basically mm -hmm. a paid wall but they gave the first year for free and then after that, they were starting to charge people. And I think that was the appeal. They just they didn't quite catch into it. So my yeah. hope is that Byte does it. And if it appears, appeals to creators and people like to follow us, that could be a good place. It may yeah. not grow as fast as TikTok. But uh, like I said, I still enjoy some, you know, some time every once in a while. I like to turn it on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have enough of an addiction to YouTube. Like, I even <laughs> turned on that whole thing of where... Um, it reminds you at a certain interval to take a break. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't to... work, but I turned it on. So every yeah. 25 minutes, it tells me, are you sure you want to keep watching? And I'm like, yes, I do want to keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> you turned it on just to say yes. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Like, And my favorite part is that the button is dismiss, mm -hmm. which feels even worse. I'm like, dismiss you. Like, you're trying to help my life? Dismiss. <laughs> Go away. Go away. Um, no, I, I like it. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Wave. Wave helps freelancers, consultants, and small businesses owners make, move, and manage your money, bringing you closer to financial success with accounting, invoicing, payments, and payroll services that are easy to use, secure, and free. Now, as an entrepreneur, you understand the struggle and headache associated with managing finances. And with Wave's free accounting and invoicing services, the daily burden of organizing your finances will be a thing of the past. So you can spend more time doing the things that you love. Do you have employees? Not to worry. Wave's payroll services has you covered so you can pay them on time and with ease. It's time to ditch the spreadsheets, shoeboxes filled with receipts. Oh, yeah, I do that. And overall stress of managing your finances so you can start growing your business and getting back to what matters. You can find out why millions of photographers, graphic designers, consultants, contractors, and small business owners are using Wave to grow their business. Set your business up for financial success by signing up for your free account today at waveapps.com slash weekly. That's waveapps.com slash weekly. Yeah. All right. So we do have a lot of really crazy things coming up over the next couple of months. Obviously, MWC is happening in just about a month. Literally. And mm -hmm. um, a lot of announcements coming out of there. Not to, not to break any NDAs or anything like that, but you can probably suspect that at MWC, you're going to get a lot of news from pretty much every Chinese company. Let me just put it that way, okay? <laughs> um, our inboxes are flooding with stuff that might be happening at MWC. Uh, but of course, right before that, we do have one of the biggest events of the year, and that's, of course, Samsung Unpacked. Exactly. Um, now, TK and I have been talking a little bit, trying to figure out travel plans and stuff like that, um, potentially being able to go together, but uh, we're not too sure if we will. But you will be at Unpacked. You did tell me that. Yeah. Yeah, I got, right. my, got my QR code. I am set. Uh, finalizing the uh, the travel part, but the, the beauty of it is it's self-close. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I love about it. This is one of those few things like CES and Unpacked. I'm happy that it's in San Francisco. It's mm -hmm. literally about a four hour, four and a half hour drive for me. Um, so uh, I if, actually thought about driving too. Yeah, to be honest, it, it's it's not it's not bad, and I've done it before. Like, mm -hmm. do you remember? I don't know. I think you were with me one time during the Honor Eight. The Honor 8 launch when uh, when Honor was there in San Francisco. Oh yeah, they used the uh, like the science museum or something. Yeah, which mm -hmm. is, I think we're going to be pretty. No, no, actually that wasn't it. This yeah, it was close to it. Yeah, right. I was yeah. thinking the venue for for Unpacked, but uh, I actually drove that one. I did it. It's a four four and a half hour drive. I did it. It was 
I did not regret it. I, because it's about that much time for me to go to the airport, park, get into the airport, go through security, get That's to the flight. That's true. You, you give get, me an idea it, here. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it's the exact amount of time, but then you have your car. Yeah. And then if you're done, you can go. If you want to stay later, you can stay. Mm-hmm. The only limitation there, obviously, is the hotel. But um, because the cost there, like you're just paying for your gas. And then if you have the hotel, you have the hotel. Yeah, but, but even, even in my then, case, it would be, in my case, it would be like drive to Ontario. Uh, park, pay for that, pay uh-huh. for the flight, pay uh-huh. for the Uber to get to the venue, to the hotel, all that crap. It's, Add all it's of crazy. that up. It, mm-hmm. It's about the same. The only difference is, though, you do end up getting there a little bit rested because you don't have to worry about parking. And San Francisco is not exactly the easiest place. Yeah. Uh, See, this that is would, why we need autonomous cars, honestly. Yeah. That, <laughs> I, and I, I wanted to get one in at Vegas, right? I was trying to, when I called uh, Lyft, a whole bunch of them were like, uh, you may be getting a, a, you know, like a driverless car or whatever and all of that stuff. I'm like, yeah, great. And I'm like, nope, every single one. Oh, Regular. too bad. Yeah, yeah it would have been fun. But yeah. Okay. So Hype Train is a rolling already when it comes exactly. to the Galaxy S20. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, for, uh, you know, screw numbers. Knows. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, 11th or 19 doesn't matter. We're going straight to 20. Uh, my speculation is that they just want it to coincide with what the year is. So 20, 21, 22, 23. Um, but yeah, and then 30 is going to be 30, 31. Uh, who knows? If they make another leap, I'm going to just raise my hands up and just go, frick it. Like, that's seriously? It. Yeah, that's it. Like, no one cares anymore. Like, why does anything matter anymore? Um, but it seems that this phone does matter because a lot of trends are going to start coming up because of this particular device. Um, yep. Some things we already have some expectations for. The processor, Snapdragon 865, all these things. Um yep. So I wanted to get what your thoughts are. I mean, obviously, you do work over at XDA, which was the website that ended up leaking a lot of the information on it. So you probably have a little bit more to say, uh, or at least some more reactions than most, uh, since you're kind of in the trenches with it. So I wanted to see what your thoughts are. Are you hyped for the three versions of the S20? <laughs> I, I am ultra all the way, my friend. I am I am not, not to say anything's wrong with the standard 20 or the plus. I am... Mm-hmm. I'm going for the Ultra. I know pretty much what I'm, I'm pre-ordering. The moment that, um, I think it was at T-Mobile, will start even taking pre-orders. I will be calling and putting down my money right there. Mm. Um, the excitement of what we get with every year with the S-Line of devices. It, it, so between the two unpack that Samsung has, the S-Line will always get the most amount of attention. It's because most people will go for the S-Line. It's the, and as you said, it's a trend center. A lot of people mm-hmm. use now what Samsung does. You know, the, the curvature of the display, the type of technology in the display, the size of the phone. A lot of people are starting to feed into it. And I appreciate that as it, not that long ago, before Samsung was in that same position, everything was basically mirrored only to iOS. Now Samsung's doing their thing. Um, I think the Ultra, I think it's a great opportunity for us to see what they can push. Hopefully a refresh, a better, something more exciting than just a, a standard upgrade. Um, I've already, You and I have already seen, obviously, how strong and how powerful the 865 is going to be. I did some benchmarks and I played some games while we were at the, the uh, Qualcomm event back uh, last year. So to me, processor-wise, uh, under the hood, I want to see all of the new features. Uh, I want to see how the new DeX implementation is going to be because not mm-hmm. a lot of people are talking about that. Um, also, the fact that I think we start we lost Linux on DeX, which is something that uh, also something that a lot of people may be surprised to see. Um, but I think, yeah, just the form factor, capacity, battery, uh, functionality. I want to see basically, you know, what what can they do with those cameras? That's the other thing. Uh, cameras have always been a great source of, uh, you know, enjoyment out of Samsung devices because they generally do provide you, I would say, good pictures. I'm not going to say they're the best on the market, uh, 
but I want to be able to see, you know, 4K 60 out of the front-facing camera. I want to be able to see all of those extra things that we just basically makes the experience just enjoyable. And hopefully the color science in there is going to be also really good. Uh, but as far as leaks, yeah, if you want to find out almost anything about what's going to happen, even down to the video, like a, some hands-on video with it, make sure you I know, check yeah, out That XDA. short video was like, wow. Like the fact that anyone could even get... I mean, okay, I'm not the kind of person who gets into the leaks heavy because mm -hmm. I'm not really into that. You know, I want to be able to, if I'm going, like we just talked about it, if I'm going to spend the money to go to an event, yeah. I want the event to hit me like it should rather than me sitting there going, ha ha ha. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, <laughs> no, oh, I, I, I knew about that. The, <laughs> like, I don't like that, you know, and I know a lot of users out there are probably into the whole leak culture and all that. And that's fine. I'm totally cool with that. It's just, it, for me, like, it's funny because I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot when it comes to having this mentality because it means that when I make content on all of this stuff, I may not know everything that other people know, so I'm kind of coming into it with fresh eyes. So I get some comments on my channel like, oh, you didn't know about that? I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> like, that's that's how I want to live. Like, I would prefer to have it that way. Yeah, you want to um, enjoy it. You want to actually mm -hmm. get the experience. The whole point of an, announce, an announcement like that or even on, you know, having an event like Unpacked, um, I think those are the big things, but there's still obviously you want some excitement right mm -hmm. then i think that's why i feel like a little bit of little bit of leak for excitement is good yeah but when the you know when we have like a pixel 3a type of a leak or when we have you know everything but literally you know what size screw they're using on the bottom part of the on the bottom panel it's it's hard it's hard yeah it's hard to either a stay away from it but b kind of still have that excitement about it so that's why i feel like even though there's a lot of information there, I take it with a grain of salt. All of the mm -hmm. stuff is based on leaks. It could be early generation, uh, early versions of the hardware before it was even finalized. Um, and, you know, of course, Samsung is always known with software, too, because not a lot of things we're covering are software specific. Yeah. Uh, we got a little bit of a look into some of the modes and the camera. But again, all of those things will still have to be un un unveiled and unpacked. And of course, the Z Flip, the Bloom, whatever they oh, decide man. to call it. I'm not even trying to talk about that too often because it's like, it, 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 even more so than the S20, the Z Flip is all speculation at this point. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. And no, no. I'm I'm looking forward to a clamshell phone. I mean, mm -hmm. that's great. I've I'm, I'm still on the fence about even getting a fold in general, you know. But like, I'm actually I'm, looking to buy it again. It's really kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, when you asked me what was like the most things that you remember out of CES, I saw so many Galaxy Folds at CES. Mm -hmm. Like not, I'm not, and I'm also, I'm also not talking about the fact that it, this was obviously not at Samsung's event because uh, they actually had a wall of folds. No, a lot of creators, a lot of people, like people using it and actually enjoying the use, the use of the actual phone. And I just... I missed the form factor. I missed the fact that, yeah, it is a bigger display. It actually does give me more real estate to work with. See, I uh, hate that you're saying this because uh, earlier this week, for the sake of like me having a secondary display for my cameras and stuff like that, like connecting mm -hmm. to the apps, I thought about getting a tablet. Like I thought about getting an iPad Air or an iPad. Like I thought about it. And then now you're saying this and I'm like, yeah, the Fold would kind of it, 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 would, it would kind so, of solve exactly all of these all of these problems and i so for the amount of time that i had it when i when i did get i had to end up basically getting rid of it um i that was the number one thing that i missed about it so i let that go and then the mm -hmm. whole bunch of different devices came in and whatever but then when i saw it again and i'm like ah, this would have just made my life so much easier and mm -hmm. I don't realize, like, I could have just kept it. There's no reason for me to get it, you know, to sell it and all of that. So I'm actually 
weird enough, I'm looking around Swappa right now and a whole bunch of different sites <laughs> to see if I can find myself a good deal on a, on a fold. Oh, man. We're all going to show up to him. Like, we're going to show up to either Unpacked or MWC mm. with all this new gear. And like, <laughs> it happens before every damn show. Exactly. Um, exactly. Before we get too far off the track, um, the other thing, the other main question I wanted to ask you as far as, mm-hmm. as, far as the S20 is concerned, the look. Like, where do you land on this look? Because this is this is not only confirmed by the leaks, or rather, the look has not only been leaked, it's also been confirmed by the fact that case manufacturers are starting to show off their cases. D-brand start. Yeah, there you go. Like, uh, I have po- boxes of cases that are <laughs> shipped to me for the S20 and the... Yeah. That I have not... Oh, I don't want to... You know, I'm not... I mean, obviously, it, it, you're, you're right. Um, I'm not going to... So, I'll, I'll have to say this. I'm not a big fan of it. But I do have a device that shares similar aspect as far as it's not a square camera. This is the Honor V30 Pro. Oh, I didn't realize you had that on you. Yeah, um, one of the few people that have mm. the uh, the V30 out. But this is the the Chinese model. Uh, we'll, we should have a video on that. I think early next week on XDA. Uh, the form the form factor is not that bad. I think if the phone is big enough, the way at least this this feels, and the camera hump obviously is going to be bigger, but they're housing four cameras, so I think it's okay. Yeah. Um, and all the additional sensors that t- Samsung generally has in the back, um, we just have to get used to it. I think I think maybe circular would have been better, like the Mate 30 Pro approach would have been better to be able to house more cameras in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have to get used to it. The the little square at the top or left is just not big enough for you know dual sensors or triple sensors. You know, when you go to four and, you know, then you have to have the lights and all of that and then still have that, you know, sleek looking back with wireless charging as we, you know, pretty much are going to have like last year wireless and reverse wireless charging. It's something to keep in mind. And I think it's okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm getting used to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, we've had, oh, where's mine? Uh, we've had a bunch of phones that are adopting like that square. Now it's becoming, it's, it's funny how we go from like, there was a circle. Now there's a square. Now it's just a big old rectangle. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously next? we've had like the Pixel 4s and the iPhones of the world that have the square and now it's getting bigger yeah. and bigger. Like, yeah, uh, I'm the I'm obviously not the person to get like too mad about that kind of stuff. Like I, I, I personally don't. I know that mm. Issa does because if she doesn't like the way something looks, she doesn't think it'll represent her properly. And that's, that's a completely valid way of looking at things. Like, um, so I don't know, like anybody out there who might not like the look of the upcoming S 20, is that going to actually keep, do you think it's actually going to keep them from buying that phone when it might be one of the most powerful phones that to come out in a while with four cameras, no less like, I don't know if it should really, I don't know what camp I fall in because I understand where both are coming from. I think it's going to end up coming down to checking it out and holding it in your hand. You gotta, you have to see how it looks. I feel like it, if we if we go with darker colors, like the way I was kind of, I mean, it's hard to show. I had to actually get the reflection right just to kind of have you see it. But mm-hmm. when it's a darker color on the phone, uh, even though the hump is there or even the camera, uh, you know, the setup in there, I feel like it's not as bad. But I feel like Issa's approach is, depending on the color that she decides to go with, may or may not impact her, you know, her appeal to either an S20 or, you know, light ultra plus whichever yeah. version she goes with. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope that they find better ways of, I would say, blending it, maybe making <laughs> it a little bit less, like, I would say maybe a better approach would be going in the uh, the Oppo, uh, the Reno side, remember? Like where, not the 10X zoom, but the Reno 2, the the Reno Z, the cameras were under the glass. There, were, there wasn't a hump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the having it maybe a little not as pronounced we mm-hmm. maybe make it a little bit better but um 
for the most part with this one we know it's going to be pretty much there and you can't get around it so hopefully a good case by some of these manufacturers will help you yeah for sure appreciate it yeah um okay great well i mean well i actually i just thought um (laughs) isa might have found that middle path though because Samsung did also, well, not Samsung, um, some of the leaks, did show that there's a pink version of it. So even if there is that camera hump or the rectangle and all that, at least it's pink, you know, so. Uh, yeah. and, and, well, and hopefully, hopefully, yeah, my hope is that I think, I'm hoping this year that we get all of the colors in the U.S. I don't want to do this whole limited colors for yes. certain parts, like the note. Remember, we talked about that last time, right? Mm-hmm. And um, to me, it was like, Why? why just release the red one make it available i know that was like your favorite yeah it... <laughs> no, this pissed me off because i uh, i we we had to like figure out how to get my red one and we're not even doing a video version of the podcast but i'm holding up my red i know so, yeah, yeah. we're holding <laughs> i'm holding up my red imagine note 10 right the note here. 10 in red uh in in all its glory in red uh yes uh, and in, it's uh, still such a fantastic looking phone um and then not only did i have to go to like a hong kong retailer to even get this phone which is a korean version that has 5g but won't work in us 5g, US 5G all 5G. these things um what happened was samsung like what it, was, it must have been what four or five months after this phone was actually released they finally said oh yeah we're making some red ones now for the u.s i was just like are you kidding me it's a refresh it, I, I mean the star wars one they had one on display at uh at ces on the show floor that was nice i, I that did like Ren one, one God, that if only was... the movie was better Ooh. <laughs> we'll have to have a second podcast maybe uh <laughs> You know, one of these days I'll, I'll I'll set it up. We'll do the Saturday morning with a side of tech again because I'm 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 looking into reviving that one, and we'll we'll just hash out some Star Wars stuff. Oh yeah, hundred you know, percent. Or maybe talk a little bit about Picard too, because that's that that's exciting. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, yeah, half hour for us to talk. Uh, we did we I did plan for us to talk a little bit about the Pixel Three, uh, Pixel Four A, or rather the speculation around it. Uh, mm-hmm. But honestly, that can happen a little bit later, mainly because all the speculation right now is that the phone will be announced months from now. So it's kind of useless for us to talk about it at length at the moment. Um, but I will say that as far as pieces of news are concerned, uh, it seems the dates, or rather not, it seems the dates of Google I/O are official now. So yeah. It's all the um, way down in May, um, so we're going to see. Typical, and mm-hmm. I think it's at the at the same venue. So I'm hoping that they've done a lot more construction since we were there last time. Because <laughs> you remember last time when you got in, it looked like a gutted, you know, stadium with no roof, and so it it would be it would be very exciting. And I hopefully I will try my best to see if I'm able to ma- uh, make it in this year again. Because last year was exciting. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I. A, a very big part of my YouTube presence changed from my meeting at, at at Unpacked, and it wasn't necessarily just Unpacked, but again, as I always say, it's meeting creators, meeting friends, getting introduced to new creators. Oh yeah, so it's always exciting to have that event uh, be there, and it's close, it's near and dear to my heart, only four mm-hmm. and a half hours away. <laughs> Well, I, I I think I speak for a lot of people listening right now that they're they're excited to see what is coming up. Uh, you and I obviously collaborating as much as possible moving forward. Um, yeah. Like we, I've been thinking about it myself too. Like we're so local that we we have to be collaborating more. If anything, your podcast, my podcast, this podcast. Like why exactly. not? Let's we gotta do that more often. In any oh. case, um, TK, before we let you go, why don't you tell everybody where to find you, and then we'll sign off from there. Uh, well, as usual, I'm, I'm you know on YouTube, uh, Twitter, XDA. Uh, just type in TK Bay, TK B A Y, and you'll find me everywhere. And um, on YouTube, as usual, I have my own channel as well. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's TK DSL eight six five five. 
Thank you. All right, there we go. Um, you can find me all over. You can find me personally, I should say, all over the interwebs uh, with all social media networks. I am at JV Tech Tea. You know me. I'm JV. I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. Pocket Now is, of course, found all over at Pocket Now. But you can, of course, head over to the YouTube channel and you can subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. You can find a lot of content from both Jaime and myself. Uh, now that we don't have the podcast, at least for now, as a video podcast on the channel, you can look forward to different kinds of content from me and we're going to figure out what the future of the video podcast is going to be but we still love podcasting so make sure you follow the audio podcast using whatever podcasting application you choose with all of that said we're going to go ahead and call it on this one thank you so much for listening stay tuned tell your friends make sure you get them to follow and to listen to the pocket now weekly podcast that way we can make sure to keep those numbers up at least for the audio version because we still want to have all of you joining us every week tk thank you again and you. we will see all of you in in our or not see you will hear us in our next episode for now